Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money. I'm Sadhya Suntanam from Mint's personal finance team. In this episode, let's delve into the important financial aspects an NRI, non-resident Indian, needs to consider before returning to India for retirement after spending a significant amount of time abroad. I have invited Kalpesh Ashur, a SEBI registered investment advisor, who is also a certified financial planner at Full Circle Financial Planners and Advisors. He had experience in helping out his NRI clients to have a smooth transition of coming back to India for retirement. He is going to share his expert advice on navigating the complexities of managing finances for a returning NRI. Let's invite him. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hello Kalpesh, hi, how are you doing? All good Satya, thanks for having me. Great. Uh, Kalpesh, I personally believe, uh, you know, uh, having a financial planner, uh, to have a financial planner to manage your investments. then someone is taking a big decision of coming back to india after living in an abroad uh, for a long time um, i think the need is enormous of having a financial planner tell us why is it important to engage with a financial planner before coming back to your home country india after being a non resident indian for a long time yeah so first of all uh, that's uh, great to hear that uh, you know you require a financial planner and the importance of a financial planner cannot be undermined so obviously that's a, a big uh, you know a resounding affirmation thanks for that now coming back to this uh, topic which we are discussing satya is that uh, you know whenever there is a transition or uh, i would say a homecoming uh, for an uh, nri back to india uh, it's uh, a lot of factors uh, have to come into the picture here you know so there is the apart from obviously the relocation which is physical uh, there is the relocation of the uh, you know uh, finances there is the relocation of the family there is the relocation of your emotions and uh, also uh, your social structure and fabric changes you know so it's it's very necessary that you are prepared for it and uh, on all aspects you would need a helping hand and coming back to this topic uh, when you have a financial planner uh, we all know that a financial planner looks at the holistic well being of an individual's finances being an nri or be it a, a resident indian uh, it becomes imperative that because there are so many factors which involve relocation and coming back a financial planner would be equipped better if he and the client both are in uh, you know association for a good amount of time before this major decision is taken by the individual who wishes to come back because there's a lot of uh, groundwork a lot of uh, research a lot of actions which need to be taken in order that the transition is as smooth as possible obviously there would be some last moment hiccups which can be tackled but most of it can be handled if primarily there is a good association good amount of time uh, in advance when this planning is done sure so practically what can go wrong can you give some so examples you know, 
yeah sure so what can go wrong is in fact uh, you know i would have uh, handled around 3 to 4 uh, clients of mine in this and fortunately they had uh, been associated with me for a decent amount of time uh, when they were planning for this but what could go wrong is i've also had cases where you know people uh, voluntarily or you know out of uh, no choice uh, have to you know make a decision of coming back uh very very quickly now what that happens is in a couple of cases was that uh they decide to say that okay i'm coming back to india and uh, there are many other things on my mind i need to prepare and least of all they would be thinking about their uh, investments in india or they would be thinking on obviously on other aspects of assets of their life like the children's education or their house which they would stay in and finance would not be on their uppermost thing about the investments they have made back home uh, wherever they are staying outside india or in india when they come back now this throws the apple cart completely haywire because then when they are just having six to you know uh, not six to sorry a month or two before planning uh, they really don't look at their finances and once they land up here uh they are in complete i think bewilderment that uh, you know what is to be done about my contingency fund what about uh, other aspects of my investments here who's going to handle my taxation and so on and so forth and uh, it probably puts the investment portfolio also in a peril because there would be some hasty decisions taken apart from that there could be some unavoidable situations where you know people are serving a job abroad and there is a summary dismissal and they have been you know uh, fired or they have to leave the job where practically there is no option and they have to leave the country say within a two or three weeks notice period and they have to land up here now that's unavoidable and then we have to face it as it comes sure in this podcast we want to specifically focus on uh, about nris that are coming back to india to retire in india uh, you know unlike uh, a very uh, you know big decision of uh, coming back to india because there is a firing happened in the company that a person is working in abroad uh, unlike that uh, retirement planning is a very planned thing so do you think uh, investors or the individuals have to be in touch with a financial planner uh, long before they come to india yes obviously uh, satya that's a very very important point which you mentioned now retirement planning uh, obviously has to be thought about in a very measured and a very you know systematic way so as i was telling that it's better if the planner and uh, the individual who plans to come back are in sync and well associated before this major decision is taken because there are many steps to which uh, you know uh, this retirement planning aspect has to be covered so that the transition is as smooth as possible first of all let's point out a a case where uh, you know as soon as the person decides to call it a day wherever he is uh, abroad uh, he has to also look at the repercussions his investments would have uh, accordingly and in all probability he would have investments done locally wherever he is residing outside india and globally as well now the point is that because he's not going to reside in that country anymore and as per his situation which the planner knows well in advance ideally uh, the situation would be that he would want to transfer those assets or those investments into uh, india 
as and when so prior to his coming or gradually when he lands up here those investments are in liquid form that the money is received in india this has to be done in a gradual manner there and obviously each investment again like our indian investments has its you know pros and cons those have to be measured the planner has to give his advice on that as well and as per the liquidity or as per the clauses of those investments they have to be gradually dispersed back to india and also there would be a major chunk of his money which he would receive as you know from his company where he is working uh, as a final you know termination or final leaving the company dues which any individual would get plus he would also need to keep money for his sustenance in the last 2 3 months or 6 months period back home in wherever he is residing and then accordingly transfer money back to his nre or nro account in india so it's a very delicate process it has to be done in sync with an expert and the money has to be channelized back to india so that is the first stage which we have to see can an individual do all this process by himself or herself so uh, again it goes to that concept which is commonly known as a diy now because i said that everybody is not an expert in this many people do it on their own but it is not structured honestly speaking and uh, also please uh, let's not forget that apart from transferring your funds and looking at your investments there are a host of other things an individual has to attend when he's leaving that country for good and retiring and coming back to india so like i mentioned that when he comes back to india he obviously uh would look at his uh, place of residence in india now whether he already has a house in india is his family already residing in india or are the husband and the wife in uh, say a foreign land and both of them are coming back here does he have to stay on rent uh, back home in india what would be the you know concept of how would he be able to manage the the initial period without a regular income in india uh what would he be doing to generate a regular source of income so the point is there are many questions lurking in his mind and given on top what about his existing investments he surely needs a professional helping hand to channelize his investments in a proper manner and more importantly from the place where he decides to remit that money into india for the purpose of his retirement planning done immaculately so we don't have to take hasty decisions after that when his retirement is on course yeah well put well put alpesh um so as you said uh, when a person is moving to india that person might hold some investments both in abroad as well as india so the review of these assets when somebody is planning to completely move to uh, india is something very important so what are the key points that you would look at or you would ask investors to look at uh when they are moving to india about these investments that are lying outside yeah so again uh it becomes very very necessary that a, a conversation takes place you know so for example in some cases there these funds parked outside india uh could be for a particular reason so for example many people's uh children could be studying abroad you know so and they would have parked their money to take care of their education the education probably is still continuing so those funds would continue to be useful for him outside india 
now those investments in that case then cannot probably be touched and the remaining investments have to be looked at apart from that there could be investments abroad also done in real estate which could take a you know lot of time to liquidate and like real estate is a global phenomenon it doesn't liquidate immediately uh, anywhere in the world you know unlike uh, financial assets so that purpose also has to be seen then there could be a case where uh, a contrary to that case where all the requirements or goals of that person have been met and he now needs to just simply uh, liquidate all those investments and get it back to india now whether those investments which are made abroad like again financial investments have their own peculiar features are they under a lock in period or is there a taxation element which he has to uh, you know fulfill before he can get that money here so various aspects have to be seen and obviously all financial planners based in india are not experts of global investments that's a disclaimer okay so he might have to take the help of somebody locally also on a parallel basis to to clear that base uh, that aspect get the money into his uh, account there and then remit it back to india so that completes that process of how he will bring it whether he brings it at one shot whether he does it gradually whether he gets part of it when he is already in india and money still trickling in so various reasonings have to be done and a purpose has to be kept for that and uh, when it comes to uh, investment planning what would be the next step um, you know once they come to india you know a, a few might come to india to settle here uh, without any work uh, so that particular individual might be in need of a regular uh, regular uh, income as we say in in financial planning satya that uh, you know it's a personal financial plan and there is no thumb rule which you know is one size fits all so every client's requirement purpose and uh, you know story is different you know so first and foremost on return to india what is necessary is we have to at least while he is here or even when he is there a certain you know type of a spade work or an i would say an early homework needs to be done about what could be his prospective cash flow that needs to be understood very very importantly so cash flow is nothing but your projected expenses versus your probable sources of income from his existing in- investments which could emanate and that needs to be reviewed now once that is done uh, the you know the following things which we need to do is first and foremost is keep a contingency fund because his requirements his expenses his needs will start from the next day or the same day he lands back in india so he could be having uh, you know all these expenses to meet and there should be a sufficient corpus kept separate okay to meet that uh, immediate expenses now those expenses which are there could continue for the next 3 to 6 months or 9 months till a regular source of income doesn't you know come up so a contingency fund is necessary second is there should also be very important is a bifurcation of short term goals and retirement corpus has to be maintained so investments have to be channelized accordingly so something in the short term which he has to accomplish once he lands back in india investments have to be kept according to those investment uh, products similarly if you are creating a retirement corpus and uh, he needs a regular source of income the product bifurcation has to be done accordingly then like what you rightly said is that 
very important that some people might be wanting to rework so he has to again scout for a job a source of profession which he needs to pick up and he needs to survive that period till his car is back on track okay so that expenses he has to keep a buffer or a contingency fund before he starts earning again in whatever he wishes to do here post uh, coming back to india other important part is health insurance i think that is very very primary because you don't know when you know an illness is lurking around the corner and the moment god forbid you land in india you or your family are ill or hospitalized and you don't have a health insurance cover and amidst all this tensions which you are already going through a hospitalization is the last thing an illness is the last thing any individual need so keeping yourself equipped with a adequate health insurance cover prior to your coming to india your families and yours i mean to say is of utmost importance and a sufficient one at that and also you also need to take a help of a chartered accountant probably once you are a bit settled down here in india because then your tax implications also need to be looked at in tandem with your financial planner talvesh uh, medical cost is one of the important points uh, to talk about and the concept of insurance is universal you also mentioned about the point but say someone is coming at a very older age and they must have bought an insurance outside india already uh, but since they are old they came back to india they may not get any insurance here in india so how do you go about in such cases because in india most insurers do not actually give insurance uh, if an individual is about 60 years i don't say they won't but it it gets a, a bit difficult yeah so again two things could happen uh, satya here one is that uh, you know if the association between the individual or the and the planner is for a long time any discreet uh, planner would advise that that person has a parallel insurance running in india before this retirement phase sets in you know whatever period and take a chance that his health insurance is covered here so that could continue because this person ultimately at some point of time or with his family could land back here now that is a little bit of forward thinking not everyone does it but it is a possibility and ideally i would suggest it should be done now in case if that is not done and like what you rightly said many people are at the you know uh, age of 60 or 65 or 55 to 65 they would land up in india and getting a fresh health insurance for them would be very difficult the best thing to do is to provide a larger net or a larger corpus of health insurance uh, sorry of uh, contingency fund kept as health insurance for them because there is no two ways that in case if there is a illness or something they will need immediate amount to you know uh, take care of that uh, contingency so there there has to be a planning done and that amount has to be then probably kept increasing as health uh issues grow or as an individual uh age keeps popping up yeah sure because of the foreign exchange rate kalpesh uh, do you think building a corpus uh, retirement corpus uh, by an individual abroad is much easier uh, than building a retirement corpus sitting in india what what has you what has your experience been like talking to clients uh Yeah so there are two things now uh, again in financial planning we always uh, address the issue of purpose and goals okay so like uh, what you said that if a person has the bandwidth or the wherewithal or the capacity to invest 
there is no harm that he builds up a corpus simultaneously abroad as well and that is like a parallel uh, you know corpus which is being built apart from the corpus in india he can't say that my entire retirement corpus is being built abroad or it's entirely built in india if it has the bandwidth many people what you are saying is a very rare case where people have provided for their retirement abroad also uh, due to the exchange rate fluctuation or something that that case is there you are right but many people would then probably try to build up a retirement corpus in india itself because that is where they ultimately want to reside and also there is a certain level of comfort they would want psychologically when the money is seen uh, in india for them because again like you know we address the first point that uh, that money which has been staying abroad when they are retired at some point of time would be growing abroad but it has to be brought back to india as well so there is no harm in keeping a retirement corpus abroad foreign exchange rate yes it's a important thing but again a person's individual capacity to whether he is capable to invest in both the places needs to be seen and reviewed got it also kalvesh finally can we also talk about few operational aspects that an individual has to take care of uh, soon after he or she lands in india yeah true. Maybe i think very important accounts. yeah 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 so uh, absolutely i would like to address that so let's not forget that once a person lands in india uh, as per the laws of the land of uh, you know uh, nris uh, pertaining to nris is that he has a period of 182 days after he lands in india that his uh, uh, non resident status is yet maintained out here and there is a very practical chance that this person has his investments in india like a bank fd nre bank fd which are tax free which is the, one of the best you know mediums of investment for nris uh, continuing here so he has that 182 days period for him to uh you know convert his existing non resident uh, accounts nre or nro to resident accounts which is as per the law but there is also a leeway that uh given and the government understands the taxation authorities understand that existing investments need not be broken or you know prematurely taken out if that resident uh, non resident status is yet continuing once it uh, is over the tenure of that deposit or that investment per se he has to then put it into the resident account so that leave is there of 182 days so ideally what a person should be doing is changing his uh, bank status uh, bank account status from nre nro to resident then in due course of time all his india based investments be it his mutual fund or dmat and all those things insurance policies changing his status from nri to the resident status and obviously we know the nris are under the fema and the it laws in consultation with his ca always try to be on the right side of the law and within the stipulated period because again the ca why i mentioned uh, is necessary here because there could be many clauses where he's continuing his uh, investments there and there should be no questions asked but if done with a consultation of a ca because he's the person who's answerable on the individual's behalf things would be smoother obviously the planner the financial planner is always there by his side hand holding him to do the right things but as far as these taxation things go i would always suggest that a ca is better to be having on your side because there is a a major paradigm shift which has happened for that particular individual 
Absolutely. And uh, these are very uh, important points that you touched upon about what NRA is planning to come back to India has to take care of. Thanks for sharing your views, uh, Kalpesh. That's all from our side today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's all for now in this episode, listeners. If you have any queries or suggestions, you can reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Satya Sontanam. S-A-T-Y-A-S-O-N-T-A-N-A-M. Or you can also write to us at mintmoney at livemint.com. Bye-bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.